0: Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we're an online church and you can join us on the discord to chat with us about today's topic and more. Starting a new series just kind of going through some pieces of things that would come throughout the book of Genesis. Now we've managed to make our way back to Genesis a hundred times throughout the last 87-ish episodes. So with that being said, now that we're kind of like jumping right into it we'll skip some things we've already covered and cover some things that maybe we haven't or dive deeper into things that we've already touched a little bit
1: so now that we've done this many episodes we're going back to the beginning
0: of the bible yes yeah yeah because it's a very good place to start
1: who would have thought starting at the beginning isn't that a song
0: start at the very beginning nope a very good place. For what are you small. even talking about? Isn't this like Mary Poppins or something? This isn't a song?
2: Listen, the only two songs from Mary Poppins that I actually like know when they come on are A Spoonful of Sugar and the One They Insist On is a Christmas song.
0: Because it says boxes with ribbons or something like yes, that.
2: Yes, that's the only line in it that has anything to do with Christmas, and most of the song is about like every other time of year.
1: Wait. Wait, what song is this?
0: Raindrops on roses and whiskers on Are kittens. Are roses in
2: bloom during Christmas?
0: Are whiskers on kittens in Christmas? Yeah. It Think depends on it. if I cut them off. So the song I was referencing is Do Re Mi. Oh, but that's the sound of music. a
2: deer. A female deer. Yeah, but
0: it starts at the very beginning, at the beginning of the lyrics. It's a very good place to start.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, that actually is the lyrics. Yep.
0: Now that we've <laughs> ruined all your time listening to that, Momo Jumbo, let's go ahead and talk today about the image of God. Or as they say in Latin...
1: I know it. Prove it. The Imago Dei. Yeah!
0: Where's your Latin, hmm? Hmm? Think Listen, about
2: Listen, I actually took Latin classes in high school, so, uh...
0: Still, you don't know Latin apparently, so prove it. Speak to us in Latin, and if you use pig Latin, I will know. <laughs> Say something.
2: Puella est nebulosis.
0: You can't just like mm. talk about creatures and their Latin.
2: I said the girl is a cloud.
0: Okay. <laughs> Those are the only words oh, I remember
2: from Latin class. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've now wasted another few minutes of your precious (laughs) viewing time. Let's now talk about the image of God, or the Imago Dei, as it is often referred to by some, um, even though we could just say image of God. I don't know why everybody's got to call it Imago Dei. Anyways, what what does it mean? We know humanity is made in God's image. What does that mean exactly? There's been a lot of theories what have you heard in church growing up
2: that we are different than the animals and other creatures that god created
0: accurate yep theologically correct but what does it mean
2: what does it mean that we have souls
0: so that is one thing that people put out there maybe we have souls in the rest of I was going to say humanity, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> creature yeah, <the> humanity, <laughs> and, the, and everything else does not. Is the it animal souls? Kingdoms? Yeah. Is it the souls? Do we have that? Does the Bible say that? I don't know. I mean, we have the ability to create. Yeah, okay. So the ability to create some of, yeah, liken that to like being God's image. Mm-hmm. Almost like a sentience of sorts beyond... Like, obviously creatures have sentience, but like some people would say like humanity's ability to reason and think and therefore create and whatnot, maybe that's what God's image is. But, you know, animals can create. They make babies and stuff, so. Okay. (laughs) Yes, Olivia, would you like to speak into that? (laughs)
2: Creating.
0: Uh-huh. Reproducing.
2: And reproducing.
0: It's an act of creation. <laughs> Not
2: the same thing. It's
0: an act of creation. Not
2: the same You're thing. You're thinking of
0: art. So, like, if you gave an elephant a paintbrush, could it paint?
2: Well, y- yes. YouTube says it yes. dip the paintbrush into paint and put on surface. Have you seen So technically,
0: yes. Have you seen an elephant paint? No. No. All right, elephant paint. Let's take a look at an elephant painting. Oh,
2: he's painting another elephant. He's
0: painting another elephant. So tell me, can an elephant create? Let's watch this progressive commercial before we really see it so we can decide. We should skip the ad. Yeah, yeah. So here's an elephant. Painting an elephant, it's a four-year-old elephant named Suda, painting a picture of herself. So... That's
2: so precious! Is
0: this elephant in the image of God? Because it can create outside of reproduction? I did think that was a thing. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. I'm glad I was able to give you guys... The elephant painting. Okay, what else then? What, oh. what? What are some other theories? What could? So it what mean? you're
1: saying now? That the elephant is out of the room.
0: It's a better joke than you usually make, so I'm yes. going to allow it. But okay, so if an elephant can paint itself and yes. is therefore Let's able to create. Yes. Let's continue to talk
2: about the elephant in the room.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on! Why can't we do this
0: episode? <laughs> Keep it on track. Keep it on focus. <laughs> Image of God. What does it mean? Some other things have been proposed to you, or you've maybe wondered.
2: Responsibility.
0: Responsibility. So that elephant has no responsibility for its kin. Well,
2: I'm I'm not saying that wolves it has, travel no, in packs on. because hey, they have no responsibility no, for me. each other.
0: She's Obviously. speaking. This does not an elephant. Another good Casey joke. <laughs> Two in one day.
2: Obviously, everything has some amount of responsibility. However, God created humans with more responsibility. We were the caretakers of the garden. That was our job.
0: There you go. So that's part of what it means to be in the image of God, is we were assigned to take care of the whole thing, or C.S. Lewis often uses the analogy in his book, Pilgrim's Regress, We are, God is like a landlord, and we fall under him and have to therefore take care of his land type thing. Okay, maybe not a good analogy, I thought it was. See, I feel like... See, landlord's too strong of a word nowadays. Well, it's because you have bad impressions of landlords. Yes. You are one, by the way. I know. You were her (laughs) landlord at one point. Why don't you tell us about landlord?
2: Yeah, landlord. No! wait no hang on stay
0: on track what are we talking about continue
2: i was going to say that i think landlord might not be the right word because it was more that god made earth as a gift for us and if we say he's the landlord of it then it's less of ours and more of his whereas he really did make the world for us
0: Or at least entrusted it to us to take care of. Right? Yes? <laughs> I'm just trying to think biblically if it was made exactly for us or entrusted to us.
2: I mean, I don't
0: But no, we're getting to a similar point though. The landlord analogy is more like if you were living an appropriate relationship with God, you would take care of this land as your landlord would expect. You would take care of Casey's property in the way that Casey would expect. So I'm using the analogy more in a respect for God kind of way, but yeah, yeah. Okay, anything else that you've heard image related to? Uh, Michael Heiser gives a list. He mentions people have likened it to intelligence. We hit on that one. Reasoning ability. We hit on that one. Kind of. Emotions. Yeah. We didn't get to that one. Plus, it seems like animals have emotions. emotions too, yeah. My cat sure can be mad sometimes. <coughs> uh, Especially Haven.
2: Yes. <laughs>
0: well, no, wait.
2: Not <laughs> no, 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 Mrs. No. Norris. Mrs. Yeah. Norris.
0: <laughs> uh, the ability to commune with God. Is that unique to?
2: I mean, how do we know? Yeah,
0: that how would we know that us? animals? How do we can't? know that
2: animals don't?
0: I haven't just walked in on a rabbit having a Bible study with.
2: Okay. <laughs> because rabbits don't read, so they don't know.
0: How do you know? However, if a tree falls know? in the forest, does anyone hear it? Yes. If a rabbit reads a devotional to his brothers and sisters in his cave, does anyone know? <laughs> Hold on. What would he be reading? <laughs>
1: Peter Rabbit
0: So if you're reading Peter
1: Rabbit of
0: rabbits, by rabbits, for rabbits Self-awareness is another one they say could be of the image sentience, but as we've already talked, animals are quite self-aware Language, communication ability, but you ever see a bird fly and like all the other birds just like change course I know how they're talking to each other They're doing some magnets I don't know. Well no, it's the it's okay. their jet stream,
1: technically.
2: Right, but isn't that technically a way of communicating?
1: Think about it. I don't know. I don't so know if So if
2: someone is deaf and speaks blind language, they're not communicating with the other people reading their sign language?
1: Or. Wait, hold on. Can we dissect what you just said?
0: No, she's right.
2: So. I'm proving my point here. Because you can not say that that's not communication. Just because they're not Therefore, if speaking. the birds are moving and that's how they communicate, it's still communication.
0: Likewise, we've taught gorillas sign language. So we know, like, they're capable of communication. And my cat knows how to wake me up to make me feed it. If it needs yes. to communicate. So. Cats
2: know that slapping you across the face is a form <laughs> of communication.
1: Well, right, but... Wasn't the first thing
0: you said speaking or talking?
2: Language
0: or communication ability. Oh, okay. Um, The presence of a soul or spirit. We threw that out there. But do we know if animals have souls and spirits? I mean, have you ever seen an animal soul before? Have you ever seen
2: a human soul before?
0: Maybe I have, Olivia. (laughs) Maybe
1: I have. But they do say all dogs go to heaven. No, that's
2: just a movie.
0: (laughs) I do know... There's one well-known exorcist named Derek Prince who, when he would go to certain countries, he said that when he would do exorcisms over there, people would be like, having to cast out animals. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I don't know how the spiritual realm works. (laughs) That could be one glimpse of the possibility of animals having souls. Conscience. And free will are maybe some other things people have thrown out. So animals don't have free will. Wait, hang on. I would argue
2: that there are animals that have consciences because I've seen that face dogs make when they get caught. They know that they got caught and they did something wrong and they feel bad. And you can tell.
0: You can tell. Well, yeah. So like we would say animals have conscience. We would say they have free will, that they're not just running around programmed to do whatever anyways that's a whole list of things like when people are like what does it mean to be made in the image of god they do the first thing that we think of like how am i different from animals and we go down this list and we think to ourselves like is it these things and i think if we really sat down and scrutinized we'd be like no animals can do those things too so what is it then to be made in the image of god and the answer that Heiser gives and it's the one that makes perfect sense to me is um, it is a, in a sense, it's more like a, a verb. We image God to the world. So God looks at all of creation, puts a special status upon us, gives us a special mission, as you were saying, to take care of the earth. Here it is as a gift to you. Now take care of it as your landlord would. There, I've married our two ideas together. <laughs> Um, and uh, be fruitful, multiply, fill the whole earth and as you fill it, convert the whole thing to look exactly as God would have it look Um, that is the plan put at the beginning of the Bible and that is part of the reason he has imagers, is because they're the ones with the status who know what God wants everything to look like and know how to image him, so again verb, image him to the rest of the world so if a rabbit came up to you the way that you should treat it it would be like ah behold the image of god right like <laughs> you you did something it could not or uh when you take care of the earth and you're doing like uh um earth care is there a better word i'm looking for observational stewardship stewardship of the earth that is imaging god on the world, how you treat each other, how you show each other love, that is imaging God to the world. What you do with your life, why you do it, uh, what you don't do with your life, all of that is imaging God on this planet. What were you gonna say? So, I like it, except for the fact
1: that like, there are times that we can see God in nature. Whereas in like, when you're, you know, that field with the, with the sun peeking through, and it's like...
2: You're having the same thought I was having.
1: Yes. Um, so, like, like, fall, when you have that nice, like, cool mountainside, you know, mm-hmm. landscape picture. Um, and people are like, oh, this is so beautiful. Of course God made this kind of a thing. They see God through the landscape, but then... I don't know. It just it's feels different, the fact that we're made in the image of God because we can image God as a verb, but yet so can plants and
0: other things show God as well. Well, it's all God's creation, right? Right. So God can use any of it for us to see him because he is the author behind it. So, yes, we can catch glimpses of God in creation, but is creation just like imaging God to us, or are we catching glimpses of who God is as we gaze upon his creation? I don't know on that one.
2: In the simple way to say this, it's ironic that we are the image of God, yet we find God's image everywhere else.
0: Well, so, okay, so here's another way to think of it. The Hebrew word Salem... The Witch Trials. (laughs) S E L E M. (laughs) Okay. Um, The Hebrew word Salem gets translated as image and another word. Does anybody know what it is? No. Starts with an I. Image. Nope. Another I word. (laughs) Idols. It's the same word.
2: Interesting. In
0: the Bible, you would call a false god statue thing a Salem, an image. In English, if we see negative connotations, we just like, well, idol, because it's not like the image. So, like, we're not letting, mm-hmm. when people read their Bibles, we're not letting them think about it. We're thinking for them. It's an idol, you guys. The reason that is, here's the thing God doesn't want images made of him because he already has one. It's you. You are his Salem, his image. In the same way that you would gaze upon an idol a salem and like say that is what my god is like that's what he looks like that's how he acts that's uh i want to embody this thing this and and be like my false god right here that's what you are as (laughs) a so i'm not saying like humans are to be worshiped that's not the same kind of thing but you are the same word in other words god's like i don't need a statue I, i don't need things built so that people can be like, that's what I look like. I already put that on the planet. I already gave the planet Salem's humanity. They are my image. They, when you gaze upon humanity, if they are living as they should be, then you should be glancing upon humanity and seeing God.
2: So from a theological standpoint, Hang on, I'm trying to figure out a way to word this that doesn't sound like heresy, but also kind of sounds like heresy. I'm trying to walk a very thin line here.
0: I've walked this line before, too. I I know what you're trying to do.
2: (laughs) So from a theological standpoint, worship... I don't want to say worship here because that's obviously <laughs> wow the
0: that's where you're going but okay. that is the natural when you realize an idol is a salem and humanity is a salem that's the natural like hang on a minute what am i missing here so go ahead and then i'll fix your thoughts okay
2: <laughs> fix it for me because i can't think of a better way to word this because this yes. sounds like straight heresy yeah, and i'm it. sorry but it needs to be said that I, way you can fix it okay I so it. worshiping humans has the equivalent of worshipping God. Because we are idols of God.
0: Okay. So you've said the heresy part, now I'll do the correction. Okay. A, a, a Salem, a false idol in the Bible, is simply a physical glimpse of something that should be spiritual. So when you build a an idol in the Old Testament or wherever or even today uh, When you built an idol in ancient times you didn't just build a statue and say yes That's now this piece of rock. We built is our god like that makes no sense because you just built it If that thing is now a god, then you're a god because you built a god, right? <laughs> like The rationale just break down itself thing is after you've built this statue you then do rituals and ceremonies and attempts to Bring some heavenly being and more or less turn this
2: statue
0: into a storage locker where it can show up.
2: I think we lost Casey.
1: No no, I just have a fun analogy that's awful and great. Go Maybe ahead. we don't
2: say this one.
1: Well, yeah, should you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not it's not bad. It's just
2: It's like, bad and great, but it's not bad.
1: So it's so it's a picture version of telephone. Because we're imaging God, so like, we're God's first message, which then gets translated into another message, which gets passed on to another message, so it's like a giant
0: picture version of Telephone. Well, you could do that in some ways. Go ahead.
2: We can use this to watch... to watch... How theology has changed over the years.
0: That's what I was just about to say. So like American Christianity is very much a telephone version of the Bible. Right.
2: <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: So like we've tweaked things along the way. like, this is what God looks like. And if we actually read our Bible, we'd be like, oh no, we don't.
2: <laughs> and in a way, our Bible is a telephone version of the Bible because of how many times it's been translated and how many times words had to get changed and words lost some of their meanings and...
0: Yeah, so, like, we don't read it in the original Hebrew and Greek, and even the Greeks didn't read their Bible in Hebrew. (laughs) They read the Septuagint, so it causes lots of things along the way to kind of telephone. Interesting that you made an analogy that worked for once. Um, But, (laughs) but, (laughs) I'm on fire today! As far as, as far as, like, the, like, idol thing goes, Mm -hmm. the statue is just a representation of the spiritual thing that you've just tried to put inside of it. Okay. So the statue in its representation, and if you were to go to the temple to meet with the being inside of it and try to hear his thoughts and whatnot, that statue is just like the physical, like, gazing upon of that entity. Humanity is a Salem of God, not that we are, like you don't go and worship the statue, you worship the thing inside of it, right? right? For humanity, you go and nothing worships us. In fact, when people worship themselves, whether it be out of pride or worships another human being, that is like, it's you're worshiping a false idol. You're worshiping mm-hmm. a different image than the actual image. You're allowing some other image out there to say, this is the actual image of God. And that is false worship. That's turning anything into an idol. Rather, humanity is a physical representation of what God looks like if we are living it out correctly. So the true, true image, the Bible says the true image of God was Jesus. So if you ever wanted to know like, A, what does God look like in every last scenario? What would he say? How would he live? What would he do? Uh, every last bit of the image of God would look like Jesus. When you gaze upon Jesus, you are seen as God actually looks like, cause he didn't, he wasn't corrupted by sin. He wasn't corrupted by um, by giving in a temptation or anything like that. When you see him, that's the image. So what you're saying is WWJD. Yes. It is unfortunate how important that term is that it got turned into a bracelet. <laughs> Because it's become a meme, but it it really is, like, one of the most essential theological questions you could ever ask. (laughs) Were you going to say something?
2: I just, I don't think it's unfortunate that I got turned into a bracelet. I think it's unfortunate that we missed the point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um have I tried to have I pulled us out of heresy though do we understand yes
2: you fixed it very when you well. <laughs> gaze
0: upon this thing you are supposed to be seeing something else mm-hmm. so when we gaze upon either each other we should be hoping to see a glimpse of God not because you are God or a god or anything like that simply because you've been made in God's image to mirror him and if you're mirroring him then like you'll have a chance to see God. Like you've probably seen this before, where somebody does something outrageous, you know? Um, where uh, that atrocity, where the um, the Amish family, guy comes into the schoolhouse, shoots everyone, and they decide to not only forgive, but show up to the funeral to be there for the family who have lost their husband, who was a shooter and then create college funds for the kids, things like that. Like when you gazed upon the Amish in that moment, you just caught a glimpse of what God looks like because he was mirrored through them, the self-sacrificial, always forgiving kind of love. They were Salem's in that moment. They were behaving as Jesus would. So does that kind of make more sense there? Yes. When you gaze upon a rabbit, you might have a moment where the rabbit was like taking care of its babies. You're like, oh, God takes care of us. But like, that wasn't like a image, the rabbit made in God's image kind of moment. There's still God's creation and it's good. And mm-hmm. So it's taking care of itself. But, um, as far as it doing that to try to be made in the image of God, not necessarily.
1: So, so to sum up this episode.
0: Yeah, and there's more we could say, but um, <laughs> to sum up this episode, you are a Salem of God, an image of God, and it is your very identity as a human being to show the world what God looks like. Not because you are God, not because people should worship you, simply because God made you as a living, walking Salem to show who he is to the rest of the world at all times.